in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of the Blessed Month of Bauna and we are still following up our theme, the names and the titles of the Holy Spirit. So today we are discussing the Spirit of Might. But before we start, let me share with you the words of St. Clement of Alexandria, who is trying to tell us the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Holy Trinity, and He is for you. And He is working in each and every believer in the Church. But some of us still now, they don't have such a relationship. So what he is saying in his book, The Instructor, chapter 6, Since thus also we are who are baptized, having wiped off the sins which obscure the light of the Divine Spirit. Everyone has this obscurity because of his own sins, because of his corruptible nature. But through our baptism, we have this gift. Have the eye of the Spirit free, unembedded, and full of light. This is your new status which you have to enjoy, which you have to live it at all times. By which alone we com- contemplate the Divine, the Holy Spirit flowing down to us from above. So now he is telling you and me that heaven is open. The Holy Spirit is indwelling in you and flowing in you to fill you every day and every morning. But still, it is your own personal participation, as we will see in a few minutes. So, St. Paul was telling us in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. If you are still coming to church or going home with a spirit of fear, this is not a gift from God. It's a distortion that we received by the fall of Adam and Eve. But now if we receive this and we believe that we are in a relationship with the third person of the Holy Trinity but of power and of love and of sound mind. So we would like to experience this morning and this week the spirit of power, of, of love and of a sound mind. If you go to the miracle that we heard today in Matthew chapter 12, in the first verse we read, then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him. How? It is through the power that he has. So the Bible didn't give us the details of the miracle, but just because he brought him before the Lord, the spirit of power cast out this demon. So that the blind and mute man was both spoke and so. He's telling us, if we lost the power, by the fall of the first Adam and Eve. If the Holy Spirit departed from us because of the fall of our father Adam and Eve, then we have been restored. The first thing Jesus did in his life or in his ministry, he got baptized. He received once more in his body for us the Holy Spirit to enable us to to restore the lost authority that we have in the beginning. So if he is a spirit of power or might, Spirit of love, spirit of sound mind. If you go to the verse 24, we'll find the Pharisees proclaiming immediately, we don't have this spirit. We are rejecting him and rejecting the spirit. Why? Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Then in the explanation of the Lord, they were saying, it is nonsense. If the kingdom is going to be divided, it will never stand. So you don't have a sound mind. You don't have a sound doctrine to follow. Why? Because you, you deserted 
the, the spirit of power, you deserted the spirit of love. You don't see that this man who was blind and mute and demon possessed was in torture and now he was healed. There is no love in their heart. Why again? Because the whole idea of accepting the work of God is not in their mind at all. If you go to Luke chapter 10, he's telling us we lost the authority and the devil has an authority over us because of the fall. But now there is something different happened. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the heaven. Why? Because the incarnate word of God came to destroy our enemy. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by no any means hurt you. So the church is telling us during the feast fast of the apostles, we are celebrating the spirit of power, the spirit of mind, the spirit of love, which has been restored to us, the authority that we lost again. So from now on, if you believe it, if you activate it in your life, you have the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So the enemy has been trampled under our feet. Why? Because we choose to be in Christ. We choose to receive the Holy Spirit. We choose to have this spirit of power to be activated every day and every morning in my life. In, 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 in Colossians, uh, sorry, in the same Gospel of Matthew 12, when the Lord said, but if I cast out demons, by the Spirit of God, surely the Kingdom of God has come upon you. What does this mean again? It's telling you and me, which Kingdom are you living in? The Kingdom has come to be within you and in us and in everyone. If the Spirit of God is working in Christ and handed over to each believer, now we have the authority to trample on, on each enemy and every enemy, then you are enjoying this kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is, is more of a condition rather than a place. We enjoy this condition, this status that we have the power over our enemy. Why? Because he trampled upon them on the cross and trampled upon them by his resurrection and lifted up our fallen nature into heaven by his own ascension. Let me share with you the word of origin. Was telling us again, when you, have, you are in the church, you are a participant, you are not a spectator, you are not a fan to watch the sound doctrine of the Eucharist. No, you are a participant in the divine life of the Holy Trinity. He's saying, as now by participation in the Son of God, one is adopted as a son. It's again participation. We are not watching a liturgy, we are participating in the life of the Son of God, we are participating in the Son to be adopted sons to the Father. And by the participation, by participating in, in that wisdom which is in God, is rendered wise. So the wisdom, because the Spirit of God, as we spoke last week, is the Spirit of wisdom and revelation has been bestowed upon everyone to be a participant of this wisdom. As St. Paul says in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 10, we are partakers of His holiness, which holds the holiness of the Holy Trinity. So he's encouraging us to see that we are participants in the divine life of the Holy Trinity. We are not just spectators of it. And finally he is adding, so also by, the, by participation in the Holy Spirit is a man rendered holy and spiritual. If you are coming unholy, unspiritual, you are invited to be a participant in the Holy Spirit 
to be a man rendered holy and spiritual. That's why when we think of it, it's not just a theory, it's not a theology. It's the reality that you are invited to live and to enjoy at all times. Let me put this test before you, and it's my test and your test. Because we used to come to the liturgy. But St. Paul is telling us, watch yourself, examine yourself. Just as I was sharing yesterday in the liturgy, if you imagined any violence in any football match, some of the fans are wounded, some sometimes are killed, and some are severely wounded, and some other goes went home or go, go home safely as they came. But in the end, they give nothing. Unfortunately, sometimes when we come to the church, we come with this principle. I'm coming to watch the sound doctrine of the Eucharist. Christ is giving his body and his life, his body and blood, to the congregation. And I'm watching. If I participate, I participate as just prestigious action. But I'm not participating in his life. The same thing St. Paul is telling us here. Some people are having the communion, but not examining themselves. They are not examining themselves through the spirit of power, love, and sound mind. He's saying, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. Literally, yes, sometimes it's in a physical sense. But the worst is when it's spiritually working in us that many are in the church but weak they can't resist sin and we are living a very sinful life many are sick with different spiritual sickness and many are dead dead spiritually despite they are in the church and he is telling us here we are taking the communion so the church is encouraging us in this fast to accept once more to be refilled to be a participant of the Holy Spirit to be healed from weakness, from sickness, and to be risen, and not stay in this status of this. Let me summarize what we said and to apply in our life. The first quote of Saint Clement of Alexandria was telling us, "You have the eye of the spiritual, your spiritual eyes free, unembedded, and full of light." Ask yourself in this next 35 or 40 minutes remaining in the liturgy. Am I enjoying this new eye of light or am I still living in my own darkness, believing myself I'm better than others? Reject the spirit of fear because it is not from God and re-accept the spirit of power, love and sound mind. Claim your, your restored authority in Christ because He gave it us, I give you the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and every enemy. Enjoy the kingdom of God which is within you and examine yourself always through this test of St. Paul. Am I weak? I am sick? I am dead spiritually? I need to examine myself and to repent because I need to be a participant in the divine life of the Holy Trinity. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen. Amen.